One, I'm so relieved to see you. Yeah, it's been... It feels like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been a brutal couple. I know. Are you okay? I mean, no. No, of course you're not okay. Of course you're not fucking okay. But, you know, day by day and moment to moment, I just try to just function and cope. You know, I mean, survive, you know. It was such a helpless feeling when they threw you on the ground like that. I know. And I couldn't... I, I just... We couldn't do anything. I know. You know, and I, I've been reliving it and having nightmares, obviously. And <laughs> I i feel like I alternate between panic, paranoia. Then I have these weird disconnected, dis- detached moments of bliss and like everything's going to be okay. And, yeah. and I just, I'm <laughs> a fucking roller coaster train wreck. I'm right there know? with you. <laughs> yeah, you're like crying and I've been crying so much and I then I get rages where I want to punch the wall. And I know, I shouldn't say It's just a lot, man. I know. It's a fucking lot. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I wish I could just hug you right now. It's so fucking crazy. And I mean, I know it's not a sane thing what I did, and I get that I am crazy and I am quote unquote mentally ill. Listen, listen to me. But... Hey, one, what? you're not. You're not. A lot has happened since I talked to you. Okay, <laughs> I need to tell you some things. so bad no, they'll freak out i know they'll freak out but listen okay yeah i had a conversation with my partner yeah she is being followed jesus there are there are people hacking into her phone oh these fuckers that is happening right now of okay? course it is of course it is because it can't just be me and my risk and my consequences. Everybody I fucking interact with or care about or don't want to see get hurt, they have to fucking mess with. Assholes. It's not your fault. Hey, well, hey, kind of eyes here. Fault. It's not your fucking fault. Okay? Okay. It's their you fault. So. It's their fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. None of this is your fault. You didn't ask for any of this. I mean, I kind. <laughs> let's be real it sucks and it's upsetting but i kind of am not totally okay. innocent okay here in the okay world. fair but yeah you didn't know i didn't anticipate what you were getting into. <laughs> no i definitely was naive and blind you didn't ask for foolish. this yeah and listen i was an idiot and i didn't believe her mm. i didn't believe her and i most people don't shit because it sounds so far-fetched i'm sorry i just didn't want to i didn't want to think that i couldn't protect her from that i know it scares people you know like this is a normal reaction you're having right now it's a scary volatile crazy time you know if i'm the one who lit the match so be it but i mean i'm watching my life fall down around my ears and it's i it's surreal I don't so, know what else to say. You know. I'm sleeping on the couch right now. Oh, no. Honey, it's all right. I'm it's going to be okay. No, it's going to be okay because, you know, just before I came here, mm. I went to the hospital and I talked to an army of one. You I did. talked to her. 
One. Yeah. She knows some things, okay? Okay. She, I don't know who she works for or who she worked for, but she knows some things. Well, that's amazing. She's protecting you not just because she believes in you and believes that you need protecting. She's protecting you because she thinks that you have been made, unbeknownst to you, an asset. Oh, I'm totally sure that that's true and that, that I've been groomed and, and you're being mind-controlled and yes. used. Yeah, and then I have my own free will and my own, you know, mental scramble, you know. Yeah. So it's all just a clusterfuck. Yeah. But she... She told me that everything that you've described and everything that Jesse described 100% happens to a lot more people than you would like to think. Yeah. And you just sound batshit when you talk about it. And everybody thinks you're paranoid. And they count on that. Yeah. They count on that one. Of course one. they do. They, they do it in such a way to yeah. make you think that you are crazy. Right. And so that you won't Doesn't talk take much. I'll right. tell you right now. <laughs> so that you won't talk to other people about it. And yeah. you won't find out how many other people have had the exact same fucking experience that you have had. Yeah. But they're out there. Yeah, but why? Like, who's doing this hacking? And what's their fucking purpose? Are they just so, renegades? Or is it organized? Like, that's what I've wondered. Did so, she have any light yes, to shed on that? she had some insights on that. She said to say they were a government agency would be to oversimplify it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find them in any government list, it of course. Like, like Black Ops, secret it's, government or some shit. But it's beyond that. Oh, I'm sure it's beyond. And it's, it's all fucking beyond. Yeah. And it's, it is organized. It's very organized. And these people gravitate towards it because they like it. Mm-hmm. I... I, one of the insights I had in this conversation with her is that they use the exact same tactics that abusers use. Yeah. They gaslight you in the same way and they scramble your brain in the same way to make you think that you are the problem, that right. you are the crazy one, and right. that you are making all of this happen, and that you're bringing all of this onto yourself, that you wow. asked for it, wow. and you got yourself into it. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. It's part of the regime and the tactics. That's right. And Holy part shit. of it is that that's their, that's their orders. That's what they're here to do is to, to control people Why? who are powerful. Ugh. Because you're powerful. Because you are smart and you have abilities. Powerful? Are you fucking serious? Can you see my situation right now? I did a thing of power, a power move, but I am powerless right now. And I feel so pissed off that you're telling me like it's a relief on one hand but it's also a trigger because like what fucking sadistic assholes Mm -hmm. that they're just mining people's psyches and and using them and manipulating them and i wasn't this most strong or solid you know mentally created person to begin with i have my fragilities and my weaknesses and they just exploit them and you're telling me like, I've tried so hard not to feel victimized and to feel strong and empowered and to feel like I'm in control. And I am not. And this is so like having your whole life hijacked, your relationships, your money stuff, where you're going to live and you never feel safe and you just feel like you have to do something. And that's where I got to. I had to do something. And I probably didn't have to do that, but I had to do something. And that was what I did. And now I don't. 
I don't think I'm coming out of this, man. I don't think there's a hope for me or a light at the end of this fucking tunnel. I think it's just going to end in my death. And that's what they want. And that's what they wanted the whole time. (laughs) I wish I could tell you you're wrong. (laughs) But here's the thing, one. Here's the thing. Your story can help a lot of people. Great. (laughs) I know. I know. It's not a comfort right now. It's not a comfort right now. I don't think there's anything I can say that is a comfort right now. No, look, just knowing that she's out there and she's trying and that there are other people out there who will try to understand even if they can't or who will try to protect me even if they don't agree with what I did. Like, that does make me feel a little better. It's still really scary and really hard. And I'm sick of being in my own head about it and lonely with it. And... I don't feel like it's going to get better. I just feel like it's going to get worse, but I don't know what to do except just the this, only thing, you know, this is yes, what I know to do. The only thing to do is to tell your story so that other people that this is happening to wake up to it. Realize they're doing this to you on purpose. But will they or they will they just think you? that I'm fucking cracked, you know? They, they, uh, well... How would you have felt if in the middle of the fuckery, while all of this was going on, you heard someone explain that the exact same fucking thing was happening to them? I would have felt, you know, like, not as afraid to come forward, I guess. That's right. And not as afraid to to, find to keep it. hiding and running and hiding and running and escaping, you know, whatever reality... Cr- was crashing in on me that I felt like I was creating, perpetuating, and I didn't know how to, you know, if, yeah, if there was someone I could have compared notes with and they were experiencing it too, I would have felt, might, you know, I would have felt, I don't know how I would have felt. I just know how I feel and it's awful right now because it's too much to wrap my head around to think that this could have been avoided. Could it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I believe in fate or kismet or karma or any of that shit anymore. It's just, it's all very, you know, out of my hands. It does feel like my own life is out of my hands at this point. And it just feels like the gods or, you know, the universe or whatever fucking shit is going to just either deliver a smackdown or set me out of this cage. And then what? And then there's more cages and more running and more hiding. I mean, what do I have to look forward to? Death pretty much is the only thing right now it's the only release i can imagine from this fucking hell well we're gonna fight for you we're gonna fight for you and we're gonna fight for all the people who are still experiencing this who are out there being monitored who are having their lives hijacked it's just ironic to me that they consider that we're mentally ill and that they pull this shit right and that that I'm the crazy one. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking serious? Like, I I don't... I think there are people out there who think they're mentally tough and strong and they would crumble under this. And I don't even know how I haven't, you know, and I am. But just the fact that I can get up and dress myself is huge right now. I just... You're allowed, okay? (laughs) You've held it together for a really long time. I don't know how I did. I don't know how... I can even be breathing or standing or sitting or talking to you right now. Like, it just all feels like bullshit. Everything feels like bullshit and like a big lie. And like, my whole life is just fucking pointless. 
What just feels want it real? to be done now. Just don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> what feels real to you right now? I mean, this. This is the only thing that's keeping me going and keeping my sanity somewhat intact, which is a fucking joke, right? Well, but, guess what? Same well, here. Thank you. I mean, I'm sorry, but thank you for saying that. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> I know I didn't know what I was walking into when I walked into this, Jesus. just like you didn't know. No. But you know what? I would do it again. Well, you're just a fucking masochist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. mean it like that. Who's I the martyr? Me or you? Come on. What I mean no, is that... I, mean, I know. I'm just trying to lighten it up because it's getting so <laughs> naughty and heavy. To... And... <laughs> you have to, you have to, you know, look at what, what can I do? Because, like you said, it can feel so powerless and go, oh, well, they've got the deck stacked against us and they control everything and they're watching me now and yeah, they're going to watch like all this of this. whiny, but... whimpery worm who has no exactly. backbone and doesn't, you know, fight for her own exactly. whatever peace. Look, fight for peace. Right? We're all going to. Fuck gonna... for virginity. <laughs> we're all going to fucking die. Okay? Yeah. Nobody's getting out of this alive. Not a single fucking one of us. Right. So are we going to die fighting for what we believe in or are we going to die from choking on a fucking corn chip when we're 82 years old corn chip sounds pretty good right (laughs) (laughs) can i (laughs) rephrase the question (laughs) how do you want to die not this week Mm -hmm. i mean i don't i do want to escape the insanity of all this but you know people have asked me like you know, I'm on suicide watch because that's just a given. Of course. And they know I've tried before. And so they're kind of, some of the guards are really cruel and try to taunt me and say, well, what's what's the point of staying? You're going to get, you know, the chair anyway or the lethal injection. Why not take yourself out and we can help you? And they've actually removed that guard because they did report him. But, you know, like, it's just. Everybody has a fucking opinion on this, obviously, and everybody doesn't has a very pretty polarized, strong opinion. And so I don't really get rest or peace. I don't really get it from my own brain, let alone from the people around me who are weighing in. And so to know that she's out there and that you're out there and that I do have some support and some allies and people who get it. Yeah, I will maybe get some sleep tonight. When I have to ask you something. Okay, go ahead. When I talk to the army of one, and that's all we're going to call her. Yeah. Because I think it's really important to protect her identity at this point. Right. Even more so than I thought so before. Right. She, she says that she thinks this was not your fault, that you were actually programmed to do this. Jesus. Well, I've had that theory myself. I, I need you, I mean, I'm sure you've spoken to your lawyer about this, but if I'm going to help you, I need you to be really honest with me. We need to talk about the incident. Okay. I need to know what happened and I need to know how much you remember. Okay. All I can say, we were just talking about suicide, so I'll start there. Um, I had some liquid that would put someone to sleep. Okay. And I thought that I would be the one taking it because I was getting to that level again. And then I would 
you know, put the gas oven on or something. Sure. Find a way to put myself out before putting circumstances around me that could take me out. Seems like so a much could, more pleasant yeah, way to go. Sort of slip away. So this this liquid, um, I won't say how I got it, but just dark Fair. web, okay. dark web, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had that on my person when um, I was invited. You were invited. I was invited, and it was through, of course, many backdoor channels. Mm -hmm. And it took several months for the invitation to be really be formally issued. And this came out of the sort of dangerous flirtation that you. <laughs> I mean, I would say it wasn't flirtation for me. It was survival and pushback. Okay. But I think for him it was flirtation and a game. Seduction. Seduction. Okay. Yeah, grooming. Right. Yeah. And. Um, so, you know, I was, I had this on me and, you know, I, this is hard to talk about, but I'm going to keep pushing. So I was sent a car and, uh, the car took me to a helicopter and I was getting increasingly calmer mm -hmm. and more freaked out, if that makes sense. Actually, like, it does. It just was like, well, now it's happening. That's kind of where I'm yeah, at right yeah, now. Yeah. Just kind of like your whole reality construct is hijacked and yeah, your so the fuck matrix it. Let's, and let's dive all in. that shit. So, so, you know, I was kind of got ready through like a trance almost. And I, I was even, I knew what I was supposed to wear and how I was supposed to look. And, um, I was somewhat mentally rehearsing it. So you might say it was sort of like calculated in that regard of like knowing I had this liquid on me right? and at least I would be able to put him asleep. And maybe just mess with him. Mm. I wasn't necessarily thinking of murder at that point. Right. But I did want to put myself out of this situation in some way. So I right. was, it was like a backup. It was like self-defense. Like I felt right. like I was being hijacked and kidnapped, even though I was going willingly. And you, I just, yeah, what? Were you thinking you were going to sort of take him down politically? Get some sort of evidence? I mean, it wasn't or? that. It wasn't that involved. I, okay. I'm not a spy. I don't have that kind of background or training. I just felt like, I probably, you know, it probably felt more like what I would imagine a prostitute would feel if they're going in to be with a violent John. Yeah. And they have to just be on their toes. Right. Because this violent John is known to really fuck women over or, right. or hurt them and in these deep, you know, sadistic and tormenting kind of ways. So she's got this backup plan. So, right. you know, I had no intentions of sleeping with him, if that makes any difference. It was just curiosity at that point and intrigue and a feeling of what choice do I have, really? You know, yeah. this is just going to keep getting worse and more antagonistic if I don't go willingly. So, right. but so I had this liquid and it was, you know, this is graphic, but people won't like to know the details. So I, I put it in a little Ziploc bag and um, I, I put it into a tampon. Okay. And inserted the tampon. Mm -hmm. And so I, I packaged it in such a way that it was probably undetectable. Right. by most security. Mm -hmm. um, and so I got the liquid in. 
and it was like a basement room. It wasn't the Oval Office. I wasn't Monica. Wow. It was like a, an underground kind of bunkery, basement-y kind of room that creepy. was very creepy wow. and yet lavish. Okay. So okay. I'm, I, I was blindfolded and I was taken down these stairs and... Um, you know, I might have been semi-drug too because it's kind of a blur, and so I don't know if they put something on the blindfold that I breathed in, but I was kind of like half walking, half stumbling. I remember I had heels on, which I don't usually wear, but it, I had been kind of guided towards the look. And so I remember kind of, you know, this heavy breathing, and I, I thought it was, you know, who the guy who was... Sh- ushering me but it was really mine Mm because I was starting to get scared now and I was in like a half drug induced haze and remembering you know that I had the liquid on me and that if things got really bad I could you know try to use it because I needed to on myself at least to put myself out you know and and not endure whatever I was about to endure oh my god yeah so so yeah, so I'm in this lavish room with all this opulence, and you know that's his style. He likes that tacky, yeah. over-the-top bullshit. Gold everywhere. And I'm imagine. dressed in a way that I don't normally dress. I'm kind of a leggings and hoodie, you know, kind of girl and mm-hmm. kind of woman. And so it just feels like you're being, you know, playing a part in a movie. And yeah. And so you know he's sitting there with his smug smirk, and. Uh, he dismisses the guy who brought me there and I'm kind of half in half out of it and he seems like he's weaving moving in and out and moving farther away and coming closer and I can smell him and he smells like that horrible goat smell Mm. just that horrible animal rutting smell rutting you know just like I imagine evil smells like and and I think somehow in some ways I left the building at that point for a little bit and I, I, re- I remember him saying, just sleep now, sleep now, sleeping beauty, sleep. <gasps> and I thought that was it. I thought I was going to be dead, that they had drugged me with something that was really, you know, poisonous or toxic and that I had no more, you know, that was my last moment, sleep now, sleeping beauty. And I remember trying to scream and trying to struggle, but at that point I felt very immobilized. So I don't know if somebody injected me with something or like I said, if there was something in the blindfold that did it. But um, yeah, I was unconscious for a lot of time and woke up and um, yeah, my underwear was gone. And um, There was a little hand mirror on the table and uh, a little note that said, uh, you're mine now. And uh, I was really obviously very disoriented. And then the grief hit and I cried like you are now. And then the rage hit and that was a cold feeling of now I wanted to kill him. And now I didn't care what happened. And so I knew he'd be back. Mm-hmm. So I tried to clean myself up a little. There were some new clothes left for me. Same kind of, you know, sexy things and tight things that I, and, that I wouldn't normally choose for myself. 
I seemed to please him. And that went on for three days. Oh my God. Three days, I think. One. You know, it's hard to tell, but that's my guess. My best guess is about three days <sighs> oh, of Jesus. Rape, being raped and being drugged and being raped and being drugged. And the notes. I liked the notes. The notes were fun for him. And meanwhile, he's off there smiling and waving at the cameras. And I'm in a room with my thoughts and my tampon, which I checked every night and tried to clean so that I wouldn't get sick. And um, I told him I was thirsty, finally. You know, he brought me some water, but not much. And there was a toilet in there. But it was humiliating on so many levels, and some parts of it I really can't talk about. But let's just say the rumors about him peeing on hookers are mild compared to the torment I went through. Wow. And, um, yeah, I don't know how he had so much time unaccounted for, but I guess it was the middle of the night that he was coming, so, you know. And he had people who just did his bidding and and hid it for him. You know, they just had these loyal blind supporters who must have thought I deserved it or that we were having a consensual affair or whatever they thought. Anyway, I, uh, I decided I, I wanted to have a drink with him, and I said to him, uh, Mr. President, you've used me and abused me in every which way, but I think we should sit and have a drink together, and we will drink it together, so you know that I'm not trying to poison you, and I don't have anything to poison you with anyway. You, you know, I've been searched, but let's have a drink and talk. And he thought that was funny. And he said, I will bring you some of my best whiskey and we will sit down together and have that drink. So he did and somehow I turned some flirt on at that point and I said, you know, he didn't need to do all these crazy things. He was a very sexy, powerful man. And women would fall at his feet and I just fed his ego. Of course. I, I tried a new tactic because pleading yep. and crying and screaming wasn't getting me anywhere. Right. So... You know, he did, he was waxing poetic and looking, you know, at himself in the mirror. And I was able to slip the liquid into his whiskey when he was preoccupied. And, uh, so then he started to falter and he started to catch on. And he wanted to cry out, but I put a hand over his mouth and guided him over to the bed. And then he passed out, and I put a pillow over his mouth, and then I sat on the pillow, because that same vagina, that same pussy, that same cunt, that same hole that he had used and abused was now gonna be the thing that would snuff that fucker out. And so I sat and I squirmed on him until he stopped breathing. And that's how they found us. Me crying in the corner and him dead in the bed. Thank 
I know that wasn't easy to tell. It wasn't easy to live. No. No. No one should ever have to live through something like that. And you know, the hardest part for me is knowing that he had done it to so many other women. And that he was going to keep doing it. Of course. And that the only one who could stop him, the only one who could stop him, was me. So I did. Thank you. On behalf of everyone that he's ever fucked over or would have fucked over after that, thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm a hero, but I don't think I'm a villain either. I want you out of here. I want you out of here. I don't know. You and me both. I don't know how... I can accomplish that, and I don't know if if that's even my role here. But I I feel well, like I have to try. You know, bring this to Congress. Bring it to the public. Bring it to the media. Bring it wherever you need to, because I'm not saying I need justice and freedom for myself. I do just think that it's important that people understand the truth from my perspective and how it happened and what went down. I don't think this is going to be a book. I think this is going to be... A podcast. I think I'm going to have to play your voice That's for fine. people. Whatever. I mean, this I was mean, just for my own notes, no, but honestly, I just... no offense, but I don't give a fuck how it comes out, just that it does. <laughs> so if I'll leave the formatting and the technical part up to you, because I don't, that's obviously not my yeah. forte. I, um, like I said, I'm, I'm sleeping on the couch right now, and um, my partner has asked me to stop, stop coming here. And stop mm-hmm. talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably should do that for a little while. That's fine. I understand. I won't take that personally. Please don't. Please go work on your relationship. I don't need one more thing in my life that I've destroyed just by <laughs> existing. So. But thank you for giving me this incredibly powerful gift. Thank you for giving us all this incredibly powerful gift. I and just um, hope that, you know, if there is anything I can leave people with, it's that... I wasn't born to be a killer, and certainly not an assassin. But I wasn't born to be treated like shit, and like a warm, wet hole either. I have a lot more I came here to do, and I hope I get a chance to do it. I'll do everything I can to make sure you do. Thank you. Thank you. I mean that. Thank you. You're welcome. It's the least I can do. Well, anyway, if you want, if she wants, and you want to bring her here, and she wants to talk to me, and she wants me to help. I don't know if I make it worse or better, but I'm willing to do that because I don't want you guys to, you know, blow up and crash and burn just because of my fuckery. You know? <laughs> Thank you. We don't need more casualties to this fuckery, <laughs> that's for sure. I'll see if she's open to that. Okay. And otherwise, I guess we'll just leave it that I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. I'd say take care of you, but... It's kind of a cruel thing to say, huh? I've kind of done it this far, so that's all I can really keep doing the best I can. Stay alive if you can. I'll try. Okay. You too. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Her too. Yes. Keep that woman safe. Thank you for sharing what you did about... Yeah. The the Army of One um, 
made it sound, and I think she's probably right, like, they're just letting us know they're they're watching, and it's not a, a direct threat at this point. They're just letting us know, hey, we got eyes on you, so watch your step. Yeah. Well, it's not like I can really engineer a massive escape from here. It's pretty tough, tight lockdown, so they can watch me all they want, and every yeah. uh, the other entities and parties if that's entertaining or thrilling for them, but... You're the one to watch. Uh, so they tell me. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay. Because I don't know how to say goodbye to you. I know. So I'm not gonna. Okay. I'll see you around. <laughs>